M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Cowley. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Boom, ba da dum, ba da dum, ba da dum. That was nice. It was kind of Western feeling. Yeah. That was yeah, nice. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. Welcome. Thank you for joining us this week. Yeah. Sexy liberals. And speaking of sexy liberals, why don't you just mosey on over to sexyliberal.com and check out all the virtual shows with Stephanie Miller, Hal Sparks, John Fuglesang, and, and us. So many more people. Lily Tomlin, Martin Sheen. We are just overrun with celebrity cameos. And if you miss those shows, just stop being mean to you and go watch them. That's right. That's right. Also, while you're there, check out all the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, please. They're amazing. Subscribe, download, review, only with a perfect score because yes. they are perfection. Yes. And while you're on the internet, please go on over, go on over to patreon.com, put in Frangela and become a supporter of this podcast. If you are already, thank you thank so much. You. you are making this black owned blackness blacker. I you mean... are allowing us to, to, to live, survive, make it. And we cannot thank you enough. And for your support, you know what you get? A big you old get... lovey. Thank you in the form of, of three micro idiots every <gasps> week hysterical priceless priceless and i believe there's like 250 of them backlog that you can go through mm-hmm. so that should keep you i mean mm-hmm. in stitches for at least the rest of the year i mean at least if not forever because you can listen to them over and over again that's, that's right how delicious and delightful it is and while you're uh on the internet go to cameo.com please and if you need a specialized video Put in Frangela. That's right. We can send a video message to somebody from you, you know, for your, their birthday, anniversary, to tell them you love them, whatever, a pep talk, or if you need one, whatever you want, just, you know, go to Camp Mill and we that's what we do. Yes. They're totally fun and easy. Yes. And then on Tuesdays, why don't you come on over to Facebook and visit us for Idiot of the Week live at 1 p.m. Pacific. That's every right. Week. We record on Tuesdays, 1 p.m. We're there. We will be there today. And... It's just a lot of fun to get to see, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. 
what yeah. we do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Idiot. Because then you understand the full depth of our of our disdain for stupid. That's right. And you gotta see it to believe it. Also, join us for Fridays with Frangelas on uh the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show every Friday. Uh and then you can join us for the Black Power Hour. Yes, it is. It's where Stephanie Miller transforms in a flight of whimsy and insincere intellect into Stephanie Mills. Yes. And vice versa. We want to extend all of our just love. support and love for everybody in the Pacific Northwest experiencing this ridiculous heat wave. I mean, it's. I, I think even heat wave, we got to reevaluate that term. Yeah. You know, and, and we have to call the it earth, climate disaster. Yeah. The, I mean, the earth, it's a cooking. The yeah, earth it, is cooking. It's a climate disaster. Yeah. People will die. These are, this is a place where people don't have, they don't have air conditioning because they're not supposed to have it. Because they never need it. The best way I heard it put was one reporter said that it was hotter in Portland than it was on like 99.95% of the planet. That's right. This weekend. And on top of that, that the only places that were hotter were the Sahara, yeah. the Persian Gulf, and the California desert. Basically, you know, Death Valley. Right. Those were the only places that were hotter than Portland. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, uh, we were, Angela and I were talking about it yesterday. If you are, if there is a person sitting in Seattle or Portland or in those areas in the Pacific Northwest and you are still a, a climate denier. What's wrong with you? What's going on? What's it going to take? You know, I, I wish that these, that these, I wish that it hadn't gotten tied like so many things in science. Somehow that didn't get tied to people's identity and their sort of belief system yeah. because it just makes it impossible. And I want to give a big shout out on all our love to rain. We love you. Yes. Um, and Willow. Yeah. Uh, we love you, love you, love you. Um, and cause they're there and I know it is hot. And you know, I had a friend say the other day that they went to go open up the toothpaste to brush their teeth and it came out as liquid. They had no idea that toothpaste melted. I didn't either. But it already the, seems like it'd be in a state. Wow. Yeah. But it was came out pure liquid. I can't it imagine. It was that hot. Because when I am not, I can't deal with being too hot. No, I you become cannot. A, I could become a beast. Um, no, it's all I can violent. focus. It's all I can focus on. I can't. People talk to me. I'm like, I'm not, 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 not. Why are you talking? It's hot. So I, this is way beyond that. This is life threatening yeah. and, and crop threatening and, and just life sustainability threatening. And it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, the Delta variant is forcing officials to rethink COVID nineteen measures, even for the vaccinated. Okay, I feel like I'm getting, and I'm, and I'm sorry, you and I hate to be this like person. I, you I, are. I've got eighteen different messages. I know. The truth is, the problem is, and where none of us are good at this, is they just. It's too soon. Like how you, they can't tell you that something can protect you for life because we haven't had it that long. Yeah. So they, we just don't know. We don't know if we're going to need boosters. We don't know if we're going to need whatever, but it would be great to know if we, those of us who have the J and J shot, I need them to get caught up on that information. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause, cause the problem we're finding is that people are, you know, cause um, people are lovely and they keep, you know, sending us articles and I keep seeing, you know, none of this applies to the J Johnson Johnson. We don't know yet, You're but right. that feels like it, that ends up in being interpreted as, Johnson Johnson shot means you're not as protected. That's right. They actually don't know at all. Right. They, they, it, the Jane Jet shot, because it got pulled for a little while, it hasn't, wasn't in any of these studies. That's right. So there's every reason to believe it's just as effective as the other vi vaccines at this point, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But already in Los Angeles County, the pace of this variant spread has motivated officials to reinstate mass guidance for public indoor spaces. Well, somebody should have told us that last night when we went out to dinner. Okay. We went out to dinner, and let me tell you, 
too. At first, it was re- n- not crowded. No. People were whatever. So I was like, oh, yeah, people are coming out, but not. And it was yeah. a Monday. It was hard to find a place open. We had a friend in town who we love. Stephen, we love you. And we, then once we got there, very quickly, it became full. Yeah. And I Pat. was shocked. And people were waiting. Now it's all open. The windows are open. Doors are open. People are in and out. There's a, there's tables. You know, there's a large outside area, all that. But no, I didn't see a single mask no. in there. No. No, no, no. And so that's the thing. And, you know, I was telling my my friend Steve, and I was like, if we have to go back to mass, if we go back to lockdown, I I expect a rampage. And I believe that rampage will begin with me naked in the streets. Well, this is what I'm going to say. I think that especially given some of um, like the people in your home, like uh-huh. Tom's asthma and stuff, like... I think we have to we have to wear masks wherever yeah. we are outside. I mean, I just did it. Obviously, the grocery store and other places, at least even just for the workers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but no matter what, I think that the 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 prudent action is to keep your mask on when you're outside of your home, and yeah. certainly when you're indoors anywhere. Even if even in I mean, if you know everybody's vaccinated, yeah, quite pot. And these are, but even then, I'm like they could be having. We just don't know right now, and it's a scary time. For example, my husband's back on campus at work. Yeah, he, everybody has to wear a mask all day long. Yeah, in every class, they're not allowed to ride the elevators unless you have a specific issue. Uh, you know, Weird you're pregnant. You need to. Yeah. You need to, or what have well, you. Well, this is so interesting and because this school. People. I was saying this to to him. This school, we we taught there years ago when it first opened. Yeah. They remember they wouldn't let you skip class if you were sick. sick. If you were sick, you had now, to come. Now, once he got there, that that policy shifted and got a little more like you only had so many sick days a year. Trying to encourage people to be, I guess, a little more careful about their sick day usage. Yes. But my our, my position as a teacher was, I have no problem saying it out loud and proud. Is I told my students, I was like, if you come here sick, I'm gonna be mad at you and I'm gonna send you home and fail you. Yeah. I was like, so do not come here sick and and do not tell the administration I said this. Totally. <laughs> like, but because but now they're at a place where they're like, yeah, see what happens. And, you know, and, and they have to, they, there's a whole protocol before even coming on campus. Yes. You have to, you have to sign in. You have to let them know what your, your temper check. You have to let them know what your ailments are that day. You have to send all of that in before you can even step on the campus. And that makes sense because this is how, you know, transmission, especially with these variants, what do they say? 15 seconds of uh, transmission rate. And I don't know if that's true this, this day, but last week. Um, the Delta variant. So I, it, if it accounts for one in every five, here's the th- new coronavirus infections in the U.S. What we know is it's probably more than that. Yep. Because yep. Um, because of the way this virus works, and again, finding out that so many so many of the symptoms can feel if they're especially if you've already been vaccinated or for whatever reason you don't have like really harsh symptoms. Yeah. You could think it's your allergies. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? And and then on top of that, nearly all COVID-19 deaths in the United States now at this time are among people who aren't weren't vaccinated. And so uh So get that nearly all of the people dying. That's right. We're not vaccinated. We're not vaccinated. And so uh, 63% of eligible Americans 12 and older have released, received at least one dose and 53% are fully vaccinated. And I believe that that 53% is going to be a really hard number to overcome because we're looking at voting numbers. Well, and here's the problem. I was just talked to a friend of mine and she was Shotzi and she was saying she's, she's probably gonna have to fire a babysitter who's been with her since her children were born, who they love and who I know loves these children. But one of 
for children is immunocompromised. Yeah. Has significant health issues, really from the pandemic, yeah. you know, um, and can't get sick. Yeah. You know, and because um, she spent uh, over a month in an ICU last year. Yep. So, um, and had a problem earlier this year. So, but the babysitter's refusing to get vaccinated because she says she doesn't need to and she's she's worried that it's a bad idea. And so she's like, I can't have her in my house. No, you can't. You know what? And, and, and there are consequences to our choices. And so what do you do? You have every right to not get this vaccine. And I have every, we have every right to protect ourselves from your choice. Absolutely. That's how it works. That's how it works. And for me, do you sit there as a parent, as a person and try to be nice and then compromise your child's you can't. health. She can't. She just simply can't. It would be beyond irresponsible. It's be absolutely immoral. irresponsible. And I, and I look at her and I was like, I know that this woman loves these kids. Yeah. I know she does. I've, I know that I've seen Rose. She loves these children, you know, and it's like, but people have got to if you know people like this and i know there's no appealing to them maybe you gotta pay them i mean if you got any money <laughs> you know like look at each person go what works with this person well, the you states know? have tried that you, you know? know but i mean individual if you can individually because we i mean i look at this and you know, we were talking about taking a family trip later in the summer and i've been very concerned about that because i'm like i really don't know if we know what we're where we're gonna be at right in august right and you know what we there- might be under like I, it's not that way yet but yeah, you know, when we're talking, going back to uh, vaccine hesitancy and this, that discussion, you know, we were talking about this this weekend at a party mm-hmm. saying that when you think about it, it's a class issue. Yes. It's a class issue Access because education. That's class right. Issue. And, and, and how people interact with doctors and the government and the government, because let me tell you, as a black person. You don't want the system in your life. That's right. Because it's never good. And you don't feel like you can trust it. And you can't trust it. Statistically speaking, the data is there. And I'm not just talking about people knowing about the Tuskegee, you know, experiments. I'm talking about day to day. You want to keep the system out of your business because when it's in your business, you inevitably have issues and problems. Yeah. So... I also, I maintain that they still have not made this clear that this costs nothing. Yeah. That people still think there must be, because this is my experience of hearing something's free, is that there's always some kind there's of a, a charge. You yeah. know? And um, I think you, they do have to go door to door. And I think that they do have to, you know, and I, I had this thought this morning, if Trump had any sense, if him and his movement had any sense, they would set up vaccinations uh, at their rallies. Yeah. It would do wonders for his ability to reach people. Yeah. Like if they wanted to go mainstream and get out of the, the, the gutter they're in a little, mm-hmm. like, but he doesn't give a fuck about no. anyone. No, that's never going to happen. Well, we wanted to say that, uh, you know, first of all, our hearts go out to everyone and the families, uh, and the victims of the Champlain towers fiasco collapse in Florida and Surfside. Um, and we're looking at now a correspondence from the board president of the Champlain towers, which, uh, unexpectedly crashed, uh, to the ground, uh, last week describes the progression of decay at the building since 2018 saying the observable damage such as the garage as in the garage has gotten significantly worse since the initial inspection. And, um, this letter goes on to talk about the concrete deterioration, uh, uh, is accelerating. The roof situation has gotten much worth worse. So much extensive roof repairs, uh, had to so much that the roof repairs had to be incorporated in their original assessment. Yep. So it was, it, it seemed like it was, see it. yeah, it was, it was cracking from the foundation and from the top. Yeah. 
It's first of all, I I don't know. You we're stuck with. There's a lot of lingering issues here, in terms of them finding out that the, the this review of this building that they had. This is the first one they've had. Yeah. In it's 40 years. Well, it's the first one that was due. Right. Like, the, the building gets built, and then there isn't one for 40 years. There's not an inspection. Like, that's crazy, yep. number one. Number two, so that's the first issue for me, is legislatively speaking, is like, that's got to get changed. Um, but on top of it, then, this was, you know, this man, they literally, I'm looking at this, and, and, and every morning I wake up, and I'm like, please, 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 yeah. let these numbers have changed. Yeah. And, and the truth is, it's been a week. Yeah. It'll be a week tomorrow. Yeah. And... And what we all fear and on some level deeply know. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to wish for people to survive necessarily because I don't know what, You're right. you know, can you imagine? I mean, I want them to survive the whole building. Right. But if they're not going to survive that, then yeah. I, then my hope is that those poor people, that this was quick. But you look at the, a statement like this, this, this letter from the board president from April, I'm concerned these people aren't going to get any help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that they're not going to, that this will not be covered. Right, you know, and and what happened was the April letter letter uh, was trying to explain a fifteen million dollar special assessment to condo owners that would be discussed in an upcoming meeting, right? Um, and and it said, you know, another. It also went on to goes on to say other previously identified projects have been rolled under the main project. New problems have been identified. Also, costs go up every year. So this was an issue about money. Yep money and you know and it was a 15 million dollar assessment and i know that people living in there in the condos were sitting there going i don't want to pay that well see this is the thing because this it looks like this assessment assessment happened in 2018 yes and so this is 2021 that's worse than not moving with alacrity yeah you know what i mean and and but this is the thing and to me it is poignant and tragic that we're in the middle of trying to argue with people about infrastructure bills that's because right. the reality here is and 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 that that all of this is related to in portland all of it is about a climate disaster yep um and and over the years this sort of we keep building in places that keep telling us they don't want us to build there that's right and i don't know why we can't hear that and i don't understand as you were saying about portland why we can't see when you look at a building that collapsed in such a way that if they had tried to collapse it that way it would have been hard that's right like they that's a precision collapse. When you look at that, and I don't, I hope nobody is in those buildings on the rest of that street. You're right. You know, because it's like, I seriously, like, do you need to be building there? Everything that, every time I look at a, sh a TV show that takes place in sort of the near future, mm -hmm. like 20 to 40 years from now, mm -hmm. parts of this country are gone. Yeah. Like on The Affair, Montauk is basically gone. Yeah. When they go, jump into the future, and that's one person's future. This is a kid who's like, a baby at the start of the show and is now like 30. Yeah. So 30 or 40 years later at the most, she's not 40, but like 30 years later, they're talking about most of Montauk has fallen Been into eroded. the ocean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So here's the deal. Like I, that's fiction, but is it? Yeah. Well, like, we're, we're living it. We're beginning to live it. And, and I, you know, I, we just got to get behind a greener, earth yeah and a we don't have a choice earth. we really don't have a or choice we're gonna bake together yes and we'll be right back after these messages well as you know we embrace diversity here at the stephanie miller show and i've never seen so much diversity in underwears as tomboy x oh <gasps> 
I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details well, we here at Team Steph put the wild in Wild Alaskan Company, didn't we? Yes, we How have. wild are we about Wild Alaskan Company? <laughs> so good. Uh, well, not all of us have professional food stylists like Travis does, but we love our Wild Alaskan seafood, do we not? It tastes as good as it looks. Yeah. Listen, as a member of Wild Alaskan Company, you receive a variety of delicious, perfectly portioned, wild-caught seafood delivered right to your door. We're all about, you know, we're healthy people, and we know the wild-caught is best for us, and it is how quickly they flash-freeze it after catching it. That is the whole key. No more being intimidated at the fish counter. You know that everything is uh, amazing quality. They are so confident in the taste and quality of Alaska seafood. They offer a 100% money-back guarantee. Change or pause your delivery date anytime. Right now, get 15 bucks off your first box of wild-caught seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. That is wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. 15 bucks off your first box, whether you make it pretty like Travis or just tasty like the rest of us, wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. Welcome back. Gavin Grimm won a huge Yay! battle for trans students' rights. He said it was a nightmare that a child had to fight it. And yeah. I agree with him. Yeah, I absolutely do too. Because the thing is, he ain't a child anymore. No, no. In 2014, Gavin Grimm, who was a high school sophomore, um, he approached the lectern at a meeting of the school board in Virginia, in Gloucester County, Virginia, standing with his hands in his pockets. He explained that as a transgender teen being forced to use bathrooms at school besides the one that matched his gender was quote, alienating and humiliating. Mm-hmm. He went on to say, all I want to do is be a normal child and use the restroom in peace. This seems like a very simple ask. Well, let me tell you something. What is wrong? And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, he went on to say, I am just a human. I am just a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, seven years later, it took this child seven years to go through this, he won. The U.S. Supreme Court released an order on Monday rejecting a petition from the school board to hear a case after Grimm prevailed in the lower courts. So it's sort of one of those weird wins, right? Yes. Because the Supreme Court didn't take up the case and say you can't discriminate against transgender right. kids. What they did is say we're not going to hear, hear it. it. So the lower court, court standing will stand, right? He, um, which mean which is a win for this county, this district, this school. Yes. Um, but the the point here is that, of course, in, in not shocking news related to this, uh, the two justices who really were desperate to hear the case and have made it clear that they would have loved to hear it are Alito and, and Thomas. Of course. Being, they're, they're holding it down for dead Scalia. Yeah. Um, in terms of bigotry. But 
it's it we should all be ashamed that a child is doing that had that to do that had fight. to do that work well you know the work that greta has to, had to do that's right the, the things that we're putting on the climate children. on children and and having to claim their rights it is ridiculous and he's 22 now yeah and this is what he said he was asked if he had advice for other teen activists and he said he warned about burnout and urged them to take care of themselves too he said, you have to preserve yourself to push forward. He's 22. Yeah. Talking about burnout. What are we doing? He's 22. This is not his responsibility. No. You know, and we're like... forcing And we're forcing children. And, and, you know, here's the wonderful thing. I am so glad, and I'm here to provide a space for the people to be themselves, um, their whole selves. And you can be yourself at five. You know at three, you know, at five, you can know who you are. So don't you do can this change to it. Like this is it's it just, can, yeah. yeah, this is the reality is it's just none of your, uh, none of anybody else's business. Yes. And just let somebody go to the damn bathroom. I don't know. I mean, and I'm, I mean, I get that that's what the Republicans are doing. They don't actually have a platform or an agenda. They're being, um, they've decided they put all their eggs in the racist basket. Mm. So all they have to appeal on is fear and hate because that's their agenda is yeah. fear and hate. They're fascist supremacists. Um, and they're, that's just where they're at. So, that's who we're fighting. But this I, this constant, this, you know, the banning of transgender student athletes from playing on teams that correspond to their gender, that's been going on in several states. Yep. Um, this is ridiculous. And we as adults, adult adults, really need to step in yeah. and really need to stop this BS because yep. this is what kills people. Yep. And this is why, and what, and why people kill themselves. That's exactly what I'm saying. That um, um, you can't the the subversion of the of yourself is is damaging in ways that I don't have the ability to express. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, supremacist Man, uh, ugliness, I'm a shooter sorry. who killed two black people wrote, quote, white supremacist rhetoric, officials say. Authorities are investigating a Massachusetts shooting that left two black people dead as a hate crime after investigators found, this is what killed me, quote, some troubling white supremacist supremacist rhetoric because you know there's that kind of calming right you know the white supremacist rhetoric that's more like a meditation that's not you troubling. know and it's not troubling it in fact can be soothing like whatever um but i will say that you can tell there's a shift here at least here suffolk county district attorney rachel rollins identified the suspected gunman as 28 year old nathan allen and said during a press conference on sunday that investigators found anti-semitic and racist statements against black individuals she went on to say uh, there was hate in this man's heart. I would say that it was in his head and it actuated into, you know, into, into becoming. Yeah. Um, but he said um, she went on to say, um, I thought this was really interesting the way she put it. He, you know, when when questioned about whether or not they knew this was a hate crime, she said he walked by several people that were not black and they are alive. They were not harmed. They are alive. And these two visible people of color are not. Yeah. I will, now, you every other time we have a hate crime and I'm not and I'm talking recently, like yeah. Virginia, the shooting um, at the massage parlors. Yeah. You see how reluctant officials are to call things a hate crime unless the person literally as he is shooting is like, I am doing this because you are Asian. That's right. I am doing this because you are black. Now we are finally getting somebody, an an official to go, this person is a white supremacist. So we're going, they did not kill white people. Right. So this is a hate crime. And that I have been, I don't, I mean, as, as little as that may seem in some ways to some people, 
is the thing that, is, that drives me crazy. Well, because one plus one equals two. Yeah. And it always does. But, they, but never, I have never before seen this happen this way. That's right. If they don't find specific rhetoric about those people being killed on that day, we go, well, we're not sure. Exactly. And I'm like, no, we are the yeah. fuck sure. So I'm, I am grateful for that. But these two people were assassinated yeah. on the street. Alan was killed by police officers on Saturday afternoon, shortly after stealing a plumber's truck, crashing it into a house, and then shooting the two black bystanders multiple times. Uh, they were identified as David Green, 58, a retired Massachusetts state police officer, and Ramona Cooper, 60, an Air Force veteran who still worked with the military. Allen shot Green four times in the head and three in the torso, and Cooper three times in the back. So I just wanted, I wanted to read that. Yeah. Because number one, always when a black person is shot, we got to hear about what, wh who they were, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, what kind of, you know, but let's talk about, they, they, they got, they got smoked weed once. Yes. We gotta know that. Hey, we gotta know that. But, but also he shot the, this person three times. No, he, you, this was a murder. This, this was, was not murder. I'm shooting you. Maybe you live. We're going to call No, this was an assassination. This That's per, it's right. a lynching. That right. He was like, I'm going to kill these black people. Kill, kill. They're, you're not going to be able to revive them. You're not going to be able to save them. He wrote about white people. Alan wrote about white people being, quote, apex predator and drew Nazi swastikas. Fucking coward. Um, yeah. You know, so this is who that person is. And this is, a, this is not just, you know, Joe Schmo. This is a guy with a PhD, no criminal history. Uh, and... You know, it's just, it's, and was married and employed. This is, you know. All things that make you think, oh, this person's normal. normal. They're not going to go out and assassinate two innocent people who have not, they've never met before. This is in Georgia. We this can't is, handle this is having guns, of Boston, people. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Tennessee. Arkansas. Thank you. Hey, Malcolm X said, if you're south of Canada, you're south. Like, I'm just, it's, it's, it is absolute, but that is the environment we are in. Yep. Yep. And that, and I, everybody needs to be aware of that. I was, there was a, I was on, I think it was on Twitter a few days ago. And there was a thread of people talking, white people or people who are identifying themselves as white, who are saying, you know, look, if you see a black person being talked to by cops, stop. Yeah. What, now this is not a police officer, right? The people killed, one was a retired police officer. Mm -hmm. um, but my point is that we, we are not safe. <laughs> no. Like, and, and. The situation, the January 6th insurrection, the 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 normalizing of white supremacy by people like Tucker Carlson, yeah, um, etc., um, and Fox News. This is this is what that happens. Yeah, this is the fallout of it, and that is our final word. And now it's time for resistance wrap up. up, 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 up. I want to remind you that you can write us at franchise08 at gmail.com. And, and not just with idiots. You can write us and say what's up. Tell yeah. us what's going on or what you feel about something or what you need, you'd need. you like to hear from us. Yes, yes, yes. As we uh, spoke about the Surfside uh, Tower Collapse, uh, we would like to make you aware of disaster relief. Global Empowerment Mission, Be Strong, is responding in the first, second, and third phase of disaster relief by supplying $1,500 Visa cards uh, through to their Champlain Tower residents fund. A hundred percent of the funds donated will be distributed amongst survivors to assist them with short-term cash for essentials. And you know, and I liked this in particular versus you know uh, Red, Red Cross, Cross or and what have like, you. This is directly because this is directly to them because you know if you've ever had an emergency 
and you had to get on a plane mm-hmm. or go be someplace. It is just, you know, everything's up in the air. So I yeah. just like this a lot. So you can uh, donate to the Champlain Tower Residence at globalempowermentmission.org backslash Champlain Tower Residence Fund. Okay. And you can go there and all of your money will get to those people and help them. And it will help them also. Uh, they're also helping people with family necessity kits and supporting first responders, responders with essential goods and meals from restaurant groups. So this is like a huge organization, huge. Well, you think about it. And I was watching the news and I found it fascinating because it's stuff that you don't think about when you're not in it but like for one thing the state they they had brought they've brought people in mobile like basically like kind of like dmv units yeah to help people get replacement id and titles for their you know to their cars because all that stuff is gone yeah. right like um and if you were in the other half of the tower and you're evacuated like what do you do, do. you yeah. know so um and and then all these businesses around there are closed but they're serving the first responders. Right. So those businesses need assistance and help because they are trying to keep, because this is a 24 hour effort. And in order to make sure that they don't, you know, if there's anybody alive that they can get to them, they have to go very slow and yeah. it's dangerous. So it's a way to do something for the people on the ground. Yes. There. Yes. So again, donate to the Champlain tower residents, global empowerment mission.org backslash Champlain tower residents fund. Thank you. Thank I you so much. I am Francis Callier. Yes, you are. And I am Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and we thank you so much for listening to The, the Final, Final Word. Word. We say a big thank you, and we love you to our producer, Laura, and we love and miss you, Kim.